Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the Food Fan, back with another exciting episode of The Morning Show. Today is Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. The temperature is going to be a high of 72 and a low of 64 today in downtown Asheville. And my window weather report is that it just stopped raining and the sun is out and it's shining full bore. So I'm going to say humid is the weather the window weather report. It looks humid outside. Um, now I'm good and ready to be done with these warm days. 72, too hot for the middle of October in my opinion. Uh, so why don't everybody open your freezer doors, put a fan in front of them and let's cool this planet down. Alrighty. Well today, oh, I have a correction before I do anything else. Yesterday I misspoke and I said that David Pakman is my one of my favorite food podcasters. He's not a food podcaster. He's a political podcaster. I listen to a lot of political talk radio, and he is one of my favorite podcasters. So if you want to check him out, you can look him up. His name is David Pakman, P-A-K-M-A-N, and I really like him and his show. Um, and so sorry about getting that wrong. Now, in terms of what I've eaten recently, uh, you guys know that I got a, a high cholesterol count from my doctor and I've been trying to cut out some of the fat and stuff from my diet and some of the sugar from my diet in order to uh, lower that cholesterol and also I'm just like a couple of pounds overweight so I'm trying to lose that and so I've stopped eating as many cheeseburgers and stuff like that but I did eat a Philly cheesesteak which is kind of the same thing just in a different format so I'm not like I haven't become vegan by any means or even really cleaned up my diet all that much. But yesterday, in my effort to try to eat more healthy, I ended up eating like two full chicken dinners pretty much. Like at Nani's Rotisserie Chicken, I got a, a breast and wing plate, and that comes with two sides and bread. And I just – I didn't feel like taking any of it home. Normally, I would eat like half of that and then take it home. But I didn't feel like doing that. I just powered down the whole thing, and I was stuffed. And I was still full when I, for some reason, ordered dinner to be delivered through kickback. I just got a wild hair, and I was like, I, I better order some dinner. I'll be hungry later. And so I furiously typed up some dinner, and I wanted to try someplace new. Biryani, um, it's called Biryani Express, and it's an Indian restaurant, and I've never tried it before, and I'm trying to eat my way through every menu on the Kickback men, uh, website, and that's, I'm calling that my epic food delivery journey, and uh, I'm not going to repeat a menu until I've tried them all. Yesterday, I went to Biryani, or I ordered from Biryani, and I got, like, the Biryani chicken dinner special. It was like the chef's special. And when I got it, like, I didn't know it was a chicken dinner until I got it. And then it was like this full-on chicken dinner. So even though I was still kind of full at the time I ate dinner, I powered down a bunch of this Indian food. And so in my effort to lose weight, I ate about four times as much food as I normally do. And that's uh, not, that's like, I think the experts would call that counterproductive. So I'll try again today. Um, I, I am planning to go to the Cooking with Comedy truck, which apparently parks at um, Rabbits. Now, a lot of people don't know about Rabbits, and when I get there, I'll take pictures and I'll explain more about it. But it's a historic black hotel located in Asheville, 
And I just found out last week that um, Chef Clarence parks his cooking with comedy truck in front of Rabbits twice a week, and Wednesday is one of those days. So I'm going to go to Rabbits and eat, and then I'm going to go to – then I've got a food tour. And I try not to eat on some of the food tours, and the chefs won't have it. They're, like, bringing me – they notice that I didn't get a plate when they bring out the plates for all the patrons, and they notice that I'm just standing there, and then next thing I know, there's a plate in front of me. And I was like, oh, man, I wasn't, I wasn't on the list. And they're like, Stu, get out of town. You're eating this. And so last week I tried that and I ended up eating so much food on the food tour. And believe me, these are not complaints. I am not complaining about the chef being like, Stu, you have to try this pork chop that I made for your tour or something like that. I I love the tour food. Uh, that's part of why I love doing the tours is I get to eat a lot of the great food. So today I'm probably going to fail at losing weight again, but on food tours, I end up walking like 16,000 steps in one day when my average when I'm not doing a food tour is more around 4,000. I have to say that's not that great. I should be walking at least 8,000 steps a day if I want to lose any weight, stay in shape and not drop dead. But, uh, but today I'm guaranteed to walk a ton of steps. Uh, that's part of another reason why I like doing the food tours. It kind of forces me to do exercise, which I hate doing otherwise. I find exercising for the sake of exercise to be one of the most boring things in the world. And so I have to be doing something else that just inadvertently is good for my body. And walking around on the food tours is good. Now, powering down a ton of food on it is a little bit of a net. um, It zeroes itself out in some ways. Now, speaking of zeros, I want to just address, I got a piece of hate hate mail yesterday. Now, you guys might be like, what? You get hate mail? And yeah, I get hate mail. I get it all, like not all the time, but I'd say maybe once or twice a year, I get some really shitty piece of hate mail from some asshole somewhere. And yesterday I got one and, I realized, like, they used the form that I have set up for food trucks to apply to be part of the food pod, and I thought that was weird at first. Like, why not just write me a piece of hate mail? Like, I actually thought they were applying to be part of the food pod at first because they filled out the whole form because you have to because it's all required. Um, and I was like, this is no way to get into the food pod. You just insulted the shit out of me. Um, and like hateful things about me. I posted it on Facebook so you can see what they wrote to me on Facebook. They called me a hack three times. So I kind of want to have a go fund to buy them a thesaurus. Um, and so why did they use the form? Well, because trolls are cowards. And when you use the form, it hides your email address. It just sends the form from WordPress. So I have no idea who sent me this. He said his name was Bill Smith. I highly doubt that. He left an email address, Bill Smith uh, email address, and I'm sure it's fake. I'm not even going to respond. And also he left a phone number, which I'm sure is also fake. Um, trolls are cowards and they do attack me every once in a while. And I just seriously don't even give a shit. Like, holy shit. I could give less of a fuck that some asshole somewhere thinks I'm a bad food writer. He's, he's, and I bring it up today because I did post it online. I mean, it does bother me and the, like, you can't read hateful words about yourself without being bothered. So I have an emotional reaction and then I'm like, I don't actually, honestly, I don't give a shit. This person go fuck themselves. And uh, one thing he said is that he doesn't like me to curse. He said that just because I curse doesn't mean I'm edgy. 
And I, I just want to respond that just because you have an aversion to cursing doesn't mean you're righteous. Like, cursing is just cursing. Who gives a shit? Like, grown-ups curse. Are you a child? Are you a school marm? What's your deal? Cursing is what grown-ups do. I curse a little bit more than other people, and that's just because my dad was a minister. And so I grew up cursing. He wasn't a unique guy. He was a minister. He was a heavy drinker, and he swore his fucking head off. And I picked up two of those traits, and I've dropped one of them. Uh, speaking of which, let's move on. I did have a fantastic meal at, at Sovereign Remedies, I might have forgotten to mention. And part of that meal, and I just posted pictures on Facebook that you can look at, and part of that meal was um, a mocktail. And I've been getting a lot of great mocktails lately. Other words would be non-alcoholic beverage or zero-proof beverage is one thing I've heard. Um, you can't just call it drinks because that means alcoholic drinks. And I don't know, people still trying to figure out what to call a non-alcoholic cocktail. And uh, I call it a fancy drink sometimes or a fancy beverage even. And But I had a great one at Sovereign Remedies. They really tried hard to make it unique, and it sure was. And even though I don't drink, I do... I do um, smell a lot of drinks. Like Dawn loves to make fancy cocktails here at home. And she's always like, smell this one. And I'm like, mm, that smells so good. And I'm always tempted to take a sip, not because of the alcohol, but because of the wonderful aroma. And I will tell you that now when I get a mocktail, I do that same thing. I, I test out the aroma before I drink it because I feel like that's one of the ways in which I should judge how good or how bad or how boring or how exciting a non-alcoholic beverage is. And the one I had at Sovereign Remedies smelled great, smelled like a cocktail, uh, sans alcohol, and uh, tasted fantastic and was very refreshing. And so try them out at Sovereign Remedies. I know that they're developing a program of them at Buxton Hall Barbecue and also at Cultura, I got styled out with like six different mocktails. So if you don't drink or you're trying to cut down on how much you drink or what, or you're just zero uh, proof curious, let's say, uh, try out these wonderful mocktails that are showing up on people's menus around town. All right, let's move on to what's for lunch. Now, as always, please leave me your recommendations for lunch in the comments section. But today, my lunch plans are already carved in stone unless the truck itself changes its plans. Because I'm planning to go to Rabbits to eat lunch uh, at Chef um, at Chef, uh, I've already mentioned this. Now I'm all confused by my own script. I already mentioned this, uh, that I'm going to eat at the Cooking with Catering, or pff, Cooking with Comedy. Also, Catering with Comedy, he does that as well. Chef Clarence up there, he's going to be parked at Rabbit's Hotel, which I already mentioned, so sorry for the doubling down on that. But um, I just wanted to do the what's for lunch section, which I'm just asking you to give me recommendations in the comments section. I will eventually come up with a prize for the people whose recommendations I actually take. I'm not likely to follow recommendations because I usually have plans. I get invited to eat at a lot of places, so I have obligations. But if I do take you up on a recommendation on the day you recommend it, I will make sure you get a prize, and I'll make sure it's a tasty prize, and I mean that literally. And uh, that's it for the morning show today. Just wanted to cover those topics, and I uh, I, I have a new tagline that I said 
sort of just off the cuff yesterday, but I want to make it my permanent tagline from now on. And at the end of the show, I'm always going to say, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Go out there and eat something good and let me know about it. All right, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.